Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Always an honor to spend it with you every week with your mechanical maniacs hanging out in your car. Some of you in your shower with the shower radio. But whatever you do, we got to celebrate the Poodles Band. Yeah. Your weekly automotive lifestyle show right here direct from the East Valley Institute of Technology. Which I call the quiet secret. The quiet secret right here. What do we mean by quiet secret? A lot of you aren't aware. In fact, it's not just the East Valley Institute of Technology, but you got trade schools in your backyard. All of you booticians, right? You cut hair. All of you flower people. You make the flower stuff. All of you automotive shop owners, you fix the cars. What's your big complaint right now? We can't find people. I've always said this to you on Wrench Nation. Stop hiring and start mentoring. Right here at East Valley Institute of Technology. You can get on the website. You find them. They're all over the internet. We're talking uh, skilled trades Across the board, whether it's radio, it's automotive, police, fire sciences, this is a breeding ground for the future talent. And a lot of you said, well, listen, I hear you mumbo jumbo. You said my kid can bypass college. A lot of you putting pressure on your kids because you say, no, Johnny, Jilly, Joey, you have to go to college. And we're not knocking college. But right now, you have a youngster in your camp at home. That's interesting. They want to cook. They like culinary. They want to tinker with a car. Now, when I say tinker with a car, this is an automotive show. Tinkering meaning play with 100 million lines of code on a new F-150. It's not your grandpappy's shop, so I invite you, give it a test drive. we got summer hours, and a lot of you getting uh, retrained. Um, you were in a career for 10 years for whatever reason. You got out of the career. Whatever. You just got You got tired of hanging cable, or whatever you do. There isn't a great, amazing adult program right here on campus. So I've got to say this because we've been here seven years planning on this, and um, uh, you got to know that's your quiet secret. And if you're not in our backyard, right, you got Colorado, you got California, wherever you're at, Miami, get with the trade school. Local trade schools is where it's at. Give it a test drive. And so that's our spiel, and we're honored to do the show at EVIT. I want to direct you, wrenchnation.tv, uh, connected, autonomous, shared, mobility, all that technology is here. We were honored to have ZF, major uh, corporation out of Europe. We were talking about the connected, autonomous, shared, electric, sustainability, all of that. And we had ZF's VP of North America, Ben Smart. I invite you to listen to that show because some of you get in the news, the news, and it's sizzle. Why not get it straight from the source regarding the technology? A lot of my shop owners, you're listening. There's a lot of technology. We're overwhelmed, to be quite frank with you. On today's show, we're going to talk about that. You guys are stressed. I've seen you. Your service advisors, you're like day traders. You got like eight screens in front of you, and you're stacked. And guess what you're missing out on? The very essence of actually working with people eye to ball, eye to ball. What you're doing now is screen time. How many of you would like to reduce 
Screen time. Your client comes in. You love them. They love you. But your eyes are on that screen all the time. I get it. It's it's busy. We're busy with technology. But on today's show, we got an announcement. We got the talented Kieran O'Brien with what I will say. And go ahead. Send me email. I invited. I love your email. The hate, the good, the love. What I will call right now a revolution by the way of your productivity. And a lot of you, you're not in the automotive industry. I hear you're like, Frank, you got us excited. What are you talking about? I want you to go over to Shop Genie. They're all over the internet. Shop Genie. It's a name associated with technology. A lot of you heard technology, and maybe you just kind of went, okay, I've heard this before. No. What it's really about is productivity and human to human. You're in the service business. We got Kieran O'Brien in studio. He's the rock star behind uh, Shop Genie. Kieran, can we agree? Let's get right to it. We're overloaded, man. Absolutely. And thanks for having me, Frank. This is yeah. uh, my third time on Wrench Nation and always a, I, I'm excited to be here. Always a guest. You got a mic. We, we got a little, we got to get you a little trophy plaque award or something. <laughs> Kieran, the Kieran O'Brien state, don't sit in that chair. <laughs> but am I right? I mean, you find like industry in general, like we're so caught up in process, like we, we give piss poor service. Like there's a human being in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly kind of what we set out to do with ShopGenie is, you know, a lot of people call us a CRM or they call us an online scheduling tool. And while we do all that stuff, ultimately we're a customer experience tool. And, you know, what, what we realized when, when I kind of was, was in the early days with my business partner, Caden, when we were starting ShopGenie, we realized that the customer experience in auto repair was fundamentally broken, right? There's, uh, there's so many barriers to, uh, between a customer and the shop, between when they want to do business with a shop and when they actually end up doing business. With I got to talk to Aiden. Aiden, you're a consumer. You're behind. What are you driving? Again? I'm driving a 2005 Hyundai. I think it's a Hyundai. Be proud of that Hyundai. Well, I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, I know it's a Hyundai. I just didn't know the year. That's all I was. It doesn't saying. Doesn't matter. You said Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is, do you go in for service and feel like okay, they're they're half listening. They've documented my information, but I don't feel like I'm making a connection right now with these people who are writing me up for service. Oh, a hundred percent. A lot of times when I go in for even like uh, a while back, I went in to get my brake lines done and uh, they had no idea that they had just like filled out all my stuff. And then we're just like, okay, cool. Go sit down. I did not have any time to tell them, Hey, this is what's going on with my car. They just kind of went in and wanted to do a whole inspection. All right, I'm going to break that down. There's two reasons for that. One, you just got piss poor service, which happens. I'm sorry. You're paying money. You need service. Number two, the individual is loaded and overloaded. You go to the circus. The guy's got eight plates and he, in his feet. He's got like eight torches. He's he's overloaded, but he's doing it. He's, he's gifted. Maybe that's a bad example. But Kieran, that's kind of what we've got in the yeah. automotive aftermarket. You've got people that are just overloaded, and we've got some special guests calling in, Absolutely. some industry heavyweights. You saw a need to fill this situation. Yeah, you know, when we started talking to shop owners um, back before we even started the company, we found that you know the average shop owner is dealing with four or five, sometimes six different marketing vendors and software vendors for various different things. Whether that's an email marketing platform, uh, a website company. Uh, a CRM platform, a reviews platform, a texting platform. I could go on and on. And they're using all these things. They're all disjointed. They don't talk to one another. They don't integrate with the with the management system, with the back of house system very well. 
And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of shop owners that are listening could probably relate to that. There's just, there's too many tools, there's too many tabs. And don't even get me started on the service advisors side of the coin here where- We're going to you know, get to it. I, I want to <laughs> exactly. open this up. And a lot of you listening, all my, uh, all my moms and dads behind the wheel, a lot of your kids come to the school here. All my weekend listeners, KMT on California, you rock, you're listening. And you're saying, okay, great. You know, how does this relate? Well, you know what? True service and those steering true service are purveyors if they're getting it right. Yep. The problem with that is there's so much going on. Um, let's face it, technically, uh, let's face it, if you're good, you're getting volume in your shop, you're trying to control that. There are measures to do that. Mm -hmm. But man, we're going to celebrate some good software. We're going to get behind your story. How old are you, Kieran? I'm 23. 23. Man, you should be just graduating. How you just start? We're going to get to your story. <laughs> okay. You're an inspiration, actually. Uh, Aiden, I want to get you get you back on the mic because I got to ask you. And we're going to bring Greg Buckley. We're going to have a whole deep conversation. Not so much like Shop Genie is a rock star. Shopgenie.io is the website. Absolutely. I want you guys to check it out. Um, we do have another caller in. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's bring the caller in. Hopefully we don't have some technical. We'll just bring it in. Don't worry. All right. Hang tight. All right, we lost the caller. It's okay. If you're listening, you may be on hold. Don't worry. All right, we got you. Who is this? With all the is this Greg Buckley? Oh, is this Greg Buckley? This is Greg Buckley. Oh, I heard cats and dogs and dishes. I thought I thought you oh, were uh, yeah, somebody. You know, I've got the whole California family down here in Delaware, and we're just cooking up a storm. I'm just making some flatbreads and just cooking up and all right. having some wine. But you know. I, I, I get I get to celebrate this guy Kieran O'Brien. All right, you know, listen. And, uh, what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? I just yeah. wanted to give you a live on-air sound check. Uh, we're gonna put you on hold just okay. two seconds. Okay, hang tight. <laughs> All right. This is All this right, is what we'll we do. got. All you podcast yeah. people have it easy. This is live radio. <laughs> that's right. Live <laughs> I don't know radio. if we can put them on hold. Let's go see if we can put them on hold. But my point. That's right. We'll fade them out. So my point is on this whole level. Some of you listening are saying, okay, well. We've had technology. We've had software. I don't mm -hmm. understand why this is special. Well, I see it. And you see it. You've been to hundreds of shops where, yeah. like, you're not able to have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we break down what we're doing at Shop Genie, but broadly in the automotive industry, we break this down into three buckets, right? So there's three things that every shop owner needs to focus on when they're, when they're growing their business, right? There's acquisition, communication, and retention. So getting new customers communicating with those customers before, during, and after the repair, and then keeping those customers coming back, retaining those customers, right? And so we kind of touch on that in, in all aspects of, of the journey. And so, um, you know, we have certain things to acquire customers, certain things to communicate with customers, tools to retain customers. And, you know, it's important that all of these tools work together because those three buckets, those three um, pieces of the puzzle, if you will, are so vitally important to the success uh, of a shop and of any business for that. Yeah, matter. we're going to dive. We're going to so. dissect it a little bit. Um, I, I do have some news to report. We're going to get back to the topic of technology, shopgenie.io. Uh, a lot of you are shopping Tesla, mm -hmm. and you got a Model 3 I do, story. Yeah. We want to hear, hear from you on that. Um, I want you to be aware. Was your insurance high? Oh, I, I could talk about that. Okay, yeah. just yay or nay, yeah, yes? Yeah. Uh, it, right. it was. Now it's not. Oh, we got to mm -hmm. give tips. Yep, you did yep, something. Yep. You need a technologist to, to <laughs> just crack the whip and get in there. Uh, I want you to be aware. Some of you are looking at the Model Y. I had a friend of mine come by with a Model Y at the uh, new new garage. We've got Desert Car Care, Cave Creek, Carefree, Cave Creek, Scottsdale. We're going to be servicing you up there. 
Beautiful place. And so my Model Y guy comes by. Beautiful, beautiful ride. In fact, so much that I said, man, I, I, I think I can buy one of these. These are nice. I got a bunch of crazy kids I can put in the back. It looks pretty cool. But I want you to be aware of something. Absolutely, we're going to touch upon insurance. But if that vehicle gets into a wreck, the Model Y, we're talking about almost a zero chance of repairing or replacing the battery pack. So the vehicle's a total. Now you're saying, okay, well, I'm insured. It's no problem. But guess what that does? And Kieran, you're going to talk about this insurance. It raises, the insurance will cash you out. Yeah. You'll get something and that'll happen. But are we going to see an increase in insurance? Yeah. Is the insurance company going to charge me more? Tell me about your insurance. Yeah. yeah. Story. Well, I mean, auto repair shops, I, I talked to tons of shop owners and, um, you know, Teslas are hard to fix. That's, that's the reality. Um, there was a lot of back and forth with right to repair and the, the OEM labor guides from Tesla as well, which I think has, is largely taken care of now. And, and they're more open to sharing these things with independents. But uh, regardless, they're still expensive to fix. And so, yeah, I've, I've had two Model 3s actually. Um, I had one previously and I, and I just put it on my, on my progressive insurance policy with my other gas-powered vehicles. Progressive, um, we love you. Don't get mad. Yeah, no, Progressive's great. And I still have them. Uh, but- with the Tesla, it was just way too expensive, and and maybe part of it's because I'm 23. But you know that's that's uh. uh when regardless. you say expensive, are we talking 40 percent, 50 percent? You don't have to mention dollar, but yeah, like yeah, almost double I expensive would, or yeah, I'm paying less than half of what I was paying previously, and I'll tell you why. I'm using Tesla's integrated insurance. That's a so, profit center for them. Yeah, let's face and it. It's, it is actually incredible if you think about it. The way that it works is basically they monitor your driving. Kind of creepy, but they're already doing they're, that. They're, they're doing it anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. if, if you don't think they are, then you're fooling yourself. And this isn't just Tesla. This is all these all these computers on wheels these days now. Data is monitored. Um, yeah, but basically, so Tesla verticalized and launched their own insurance product, and so I'm paying like under a hundred bucks a month for insurance on my Tesla. How do people find and out about this? Let's give the. It's, it's in uh, the. Me, it's in the Tesla app. It is so a, you okay. can, you can so, sign up yeah. and, and you can also add non-Tesla vehicles to it as well, to your policy. I see. And so it basically monitors your driving habits. If you're driving late, if you have your forward collision warning go off, if you uh, take turn, turns really sharp, if you're above the speed limit, it's monitoring all these factors and it gives you a safety score. It's almost like a credit score, but for your driving skills. And so if you drive safely, your insurance goes down. So my, my bill last month was I think $112. My bill this month was 98 I love it. And, and I, a lot yeah. of you... A lot of my uh, Tesla mafia, you guys know this, you you know, but if you're new to Tesla, be aware of that. Um, and I, I think, will they pitch you when you go to the show, when you go to the, no, they no, don't, they don't. They're in the app. Yeah. They, it's in the app. Yeah. It's there. Okay. Do you get like a pop-up that says, Hey, buy our insurance. I don't know. Are they pushing it? No, I don't think I don't see Tesla it, doing no. it. Elon, like he's not trying to chase it. The yep. product sells itself. It, just, it comes to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I mentioned this model Y is, um, Renowned engineer and automotive authority who's tore apart every single electric vehicle, literally. Sandy Monroe. He's hired. He's a talent. He's an engineer. He tears these things apart. And with the Tesla Model Y, that battery is integral to the framing and everything. So it's it's done, it's done. But I like the fact that you can get that insurance. Now I will tell you, Ford and GM. I don't know if they're purposely seeing this, Kieran, but they're trying to keep costs to service, including the battery packs. And I read that 
they're trying to keep their battery pack replacements 10 to 15,000 while a model three could cost up to 20 yep. is what they yep. say, which model three is a different category. Those are serviceable. Big shout out to Pete Gruber, Gruber motor industries. Uh, one of the largest aftermarket service providers for Tesla deer Valley area. We've had him on the show. You can get on wrench nation. Just type in Tesla. He came on the show. <laughs> he said, uh, mechanics are going to go the way of the elevator, man. We're going to be gone. Uh, we're going to try to prove him wrong, but we've got to get our act together if we're going to work uh, yeah. I, on I, Tesla. I disagree with that. I do, record, too. Yeah. I do, too. Although no one has proven me, maybe not a scale like Pete Gruber, but I'm I'm the unicorn that says, hey, can we make a profit working on Tesla? Yeah. I mean, that's the question. All right, Greg Buckley's holding. Let's bring him in because he'll be mad at me. <laughs> Big Daddy Greg Buckley, uh, what you doing out there? What's up there, Frankie? Guys, and Pete, uh, Kieran, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Good, man. I'm just hey. on a vacation down here at the beach. but You're always at the beach, job. man. You, but you're always at the beach. I love it. Well, when you when you open a shop at the beach, you're kind of like at the beach. Ah, that's yeah, right. So. <laughs> hey, real quick, before we get into deeper conversations, mm -hmm. I'll give you an opportunity. For We got people in Delaware. We got people in Jersey, PA. They listen. Where's your shop at by the beach? It, it's on Mil Har Harmon's Hill Road in Millsboro. It's right in the Long Neck area of, of uh, Suffolk County. All right. If you're in the Long Neck area by the beach, we're right there for you. All right. Sounds good. If you're out in uh, that Millsboro area, of course, you get on Rich Nation. Greg Buckley's website and all that is on there. Greg, we were just talking about EVs before we talk about uh, Shop Genie software and yeah. this new mm -hmm. new revolution here uh, so we don't lose our hair. I know you've lost some hair. Um, <laughs> a lot. At the beach. Yeah, right. You better have a good wig if you did. <laughs> um, are you going to buy Are you gonna buy an EV? What's your, what's your feel on EVs? Well, you know what was funny? Because honestly, yeah, I, I eventually will. But I did cancel my Ford Lightning because of production situations and then cost increases, which I couldn't say were, um, you know, factory-born or, you know, dealer incentives. Um, but anyway. Hey, Greg, what are you doing? Are you rebuilding a carburetor in the background? you got a lot of background noise. No, I do, and I apologize. I'm going to That's okay. here with everything. Take the drink um, out of your hand. I know you're sitting at the beach. I don't have one. Is this a little better? Much better. Thank you. So tell me, okay. you almost you almost got into with the F-150 uh, EV. Yeah, yeah. I, I canceled I canceled the uh, the electric or the EV, the Lightning, um, because of either cost, cost overruns um, by the manufacturer or... Uh, you know, dealerships who are putting on, who are padding the price a little bit. Did they so, tell you that up front? Because they made it seem yeah. to the consumer that, hey, throw $100, we'll put you on the waiting list. Were you aware right. that the price could change? Was that what made you upset? Uh, you know what? I don't think I was. It's not that I was looking for it, but, you know, when they introduced the EV, the Lightning at 49000 49, as a base model, and I took the one model up, which was like an XLT, because it had the options that I needed, uh, it came in at 54. I said, okay, comfortable, no problem. Well, by the time, uh, two years later, when I was able to place the actual order, it was close to $80,000. And I just said, wow. not not now. You know what I mean? Um, I'll let the market calm down, you know, and, um, you know, go from there. I'll eventually have one, without a doubt. But right now, I don't think it's part of my... Uh, so let me ask you, resistance, mm -hmm. which is to be respected, is price point, how business was conducted, overages, price increases, I respect that. That just gave you a sour tone about the whole thing. 
Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it could it could give you. Um, well, it, it's it's a false expectation. It's a, it's a poor expectation. All right. From someone who's purchasing one, not really fully equipped. Let's put it this way: I did not have a charger. I would have had to buy a charger, and then I would have to get myself on a charging. Um, uh, what do you call it? like a monthly fee for charging or pay? All right, things know. add up. And listen, like if that. you if you walked into uh, let's say you were in Scottsdale. Hanging out with Frank and Kieran, and we're smoking cigars. And then I walk into the Tesla showroom. Would you consider the Cybertruck? Uh, no, uh-uh. no, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I what is the problem? Why, why not? The Cybertruck is so <laughs> cool looking, man. It is. It's cool you're at the beach. You need a Cybertruck on the beach. If it ever comes. If it ever comes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I made a comment. I made a post. It was like uh, three, four years ago when Ford introduced that they were announced that they were going to not only take care of the Mach-E, take an iconic brand like the Mustang and go ahead and, and electrify it and then turn around and do the F-150, the largest selling, highest volume vehicle year after year for what, 40 years now. They were going to convert that to EVs. I said, Ford is going to win the truck race. And for them to take the, 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 the Mach 1 or the, the Mustang, convert it to EV, that was a stroke of genius, I felt. And even though... Let's dive into that. Money. I'm going to stop you right there. Stroke of genius. Yeah. You Okay, so they strategize. Actually, they... Yeah. <laughs> we got to say something. Kieran, they alienated the old school Mustang. They literally said, get off of our island, you old Mustang yeah, people. That's exactly what they did. Was that good for the brand? Yeah, uh, without a doubt. It put them in a forward position of saying, hey, Ford has always been the edge-type manufacturer that I, I've been known. I mean, I, I, okay, I'm a, I'm a Ford junkie. I like Fords. But I think what they did with their two models, uh, iconic models, <laughs> and convert them to EVs was absolutely brilliant. And I think it's going to pay huge dividends down the road. The Mach-E is a quality, well-made vehicle that is practical for most all right, we're going to stop. We got. I got to stop you right there. All right? Uh-huh. I just put up the Wrench Nation yellow flag. Uh, Kieran in studio, <laughs> he's a he's a Tesla mafioso guy here. I know. I want to get I, some I good. I want to. We're going to talk about Shop Genie. So go ahead. I, I've well, Greg. Sorry to rain on your parade, but I've I've driven and been okay. in both the Lightning and the Mach E, and uh-huh. I got to say, I'm under impressed with both of them. Okay. I, I don't well, know. That's... I. I think well, that, so you say in the press was it just a feeling overall, uh, or did you feel one with Tesla less than you did one? The, the, te- the Tesla just makes sense. The user experience is great. I think the the Ford, the the, the Machi and the the Lightning. There's a lot of there's a lot of build issues. There's a lot of fit and finish issues. Um, you know, I think the electric uh, the electric battery technology is great. I think the the range is good on mm-hmm. the on the on the Lightning and everything's fine. But the interior, the screen, the audio system, the the experience behind the wheel. Uh, even the the aesthetics of the Mach-E, not the biggest fan. Okay, so Greg, my daughter loves yeah. the Mach-E, but now I put my little investor hat on. Um, Ford lost a billion last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, they got to research. Elon's been at it yeah. for some time. Oh, yeah. They're set to lose $2 billion this year. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm, and in fact, uh, what's the CEO's name? I watched the interview. We mentioned it on the show. He, he was very... Tra- huh? Jim Farley. Thank you. No disrespect, Jim. I know you listen to the show. <laughs> um, he gave a very transparent interview that yeah. said 
these this is where we're at right now. We we got we we got some work to do. Do you think Ford yeah. Ford will get through it? Yeah, I do. I do believe that they they will get to it. I, I still think that even though that you know, Kieran, your experience with the Ford product line uh, was not a hundred percent, it doesn't mean that Ford can't win the battle based on price points, quality, infrastructure, and you know, uh, familiarity with the name. You know, Tesla was built on the upper crust line of the demographics. Ford is your mom and pop general per- general type. Well, hang on a minute. You and said upper I, crust. I, like I get you, I upper crust. It, it started off I, with the, the with the uh, the little roadster, and, and you know, the, the, and it was expensive. Well, and, it was yeah, but it was it was targeted to those those first um, first movers. You know, I mean, let's face it. When Tesla came out, not you weren't going to look in your own neighborhood and say who's buying a Tesla. You would look online and say, well, this star bought this Hollywood person bought one, and you know uh, what's his name, the actor, Dica- uh, DiCaprio, or yeah, he. I he get it. Into it. It's like it's you know, like but, Schwarzenegger with the H one. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what it is. Now, I'm not discounting anything that Tesla does. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, they we do too. Superior, superior in their technology. However, Karen, I'd have to ask you: Did you use the truck as a truck, or did you use it just to ride around? Well, that's a whole different conversation we want to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hang on. Let's let's yeah, get uh, I mean, Mr. Kieran O'Brien with Shop Genie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tesla Mafia right here. What, well, go ahead. I mean, we talk about we talk about like the 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 range issues you run into when you're towing and you yeah. know using it as a truck, but I also think what's interesting is, you know, Greg you were talking about infrastructure, but Ford just signed the agreement because they they did. they conceded and realized that Tesla has the infrastructure. Yep. That's a good move though Absolutely. on leadership, I yep. think, guys, yep. because they're realizing, hey, it's going to take another five years before yep. we get infrastructure. Yep. So they got in bed together for the purpose of selling vehicles. Yeah, um, I like the movement because you know uh, Elon is really coming from a place. It won't happen right away. He's going to give it some lag. Mm-hmm. There'll be a little delay. But Elon, I believe I could be wrong, but I think Elon wants to share in the technology. He, yeah, he's he's said he that does. since day one, and and, and also, um, you know, I, I think that I think it's smart by Ford, and you know, one of the things I've always said, the reason I've bought a couple Teslas is because the infrastructure, the charging infrastructure, is just superior. Nothing compares, and so now that it's open source to Ford and GM, I think that's a great yeah. move. All right, listen, we're talking about uh, electric vehicles. Um, some of you shop owners and service advisors. Your brain is fried like electricity hits you up the side of the head. Like, because your workstations, I've seen it. I've experienced it myself. Uh, Greg, we're talking about workflow in a modern-day automotive service facility. I got a lot of consumers listening. Aiden just chimed in. He didn't feel connected sometimes when he goes into his local garage. Right. And that's because uh, we, we dissected. We said, A, maybe they're just piss-poor service. Or, B, they're overloaded and they don't have... They don't have the technology helping them. It's actually getting in the way. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's absolutely a fact. It's true, and it's been that way for quite some time. Um, but let, let me back up from – let me go back to the beginning. Um, first off, Karen and his team with Caden, Olivia, and, and, and the people at Chapdini have actually created the, the very unique product, a very unique software. Wonderful to be part of it. And I'm glad that uh, I've, I've been you know, fortunate to know Karen – multiple ways, just like you, Frank. Um, but as for the consumer, there's there's a gap between the information received and what the information turns around and goes back to the tech, the tech team, our tech team. So All right, hold gap. on. Let's dissect that. Some of us are lost that are listening. I want to keep them listening. 
Let's get into consumer mind, and then we'll go to back shop okay, mind. Absolutely. Yeah, so, what is so, the disconnect? So, so, the consumer, let's say, you know, those consumers that are listening and clients of shops will go in and go, you know, my car is making X noise. All right. Well, great. Okay. I'm the advisor. Mr. Client, Mrs. Client, uh, what, what is it doing? Uh, well, it does this. Well, this is all happening at the counter or the phone or maybe even through an email. So, you explain it the best way you can with not being led down a path that gets you a quality answer, gets you, the consumer, to answer a quality or, or give a quality response so that the advisor and the tech team is pretty much aware of what's going on, almost kind of like before you get to the door. So the whole thing is, is that now that you're your respectable independent repair center kind of like really knows what's going on, all right, let's get. Hey, I want to, Greg. I want to get to Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. Um, Greg is mentioning sort of this disconnect with yeah. consumers, um, be, because we're stacked in a way we're not speaking to consumers. Talked about Shop right. Genie, how that helps that. Yeah. More, and I think that speaks on the level. And then second to that, uh, Greg had mentioned preparation, yeah. right? And and we're some of us sort of like. We're not on the offense. We're on the Absolutely. defense because it, stuff's just flying at us. Yeah. Talk, talk to well, us about that. Think about the last time you made a reservation at a restaurant or the last time your wife got her nails done or the last time that uh, you booked a massage, right? Or the dentist, right? All, all, these, all these industries, they've, they've kind of adopted this, uh, this idea of, of creating quality digital experiences. So things like texting you, uh, you know, giving you a, a way to talk to, to, a, um, you know, to a representative directly from their website. Or, Consumers or want this. Yep. Automotive or, seems archaic. Or online scheduling, one of the biggest things, right? So being able to go onto a shop's website and book an appointment in real time directly on their website. And so this technology just hasn't existed in the industry, and it hasn't integrated with the other technology that's there, like the, the back of house, the shop management systems, and et cetera. And so you know, there's some crazy studies that, um, that I could talk about where you know, there's, there's one that, uh, that talks about how 72% of, of Gen Z consumers expect they don't they don't want to or they don't prefer to they expect their baseline expectation when they're doing business with a local brick and mortar uh, b- business in their area is to be able to book an appointment online i'm telling you my kid gen z we had a birthday party everybody we didn't talk we just texted what is exactly it? they don't want to talk to their family yeah, either. yeah they, they prefer they prefer online scheduling and web chat to to a phone call and here's the thing frank it's not just the younger generations every every generation is becoming used to this way of doing business with these, these local businesses because these other industries have already adopted it, right? They've paved the way. And unfortunately, auto repairs kind of lag behind. And, you know, that's that's kind of what we're here to solve, the, the customer experience at its core. Greg, you can speak on that. You, uh, you've you been around the block. You've, you've been around for many, many years, second-generation shop owner. I've seen pictures of you in, literally in diapers with Mr. Buckley, the original gangster. Hey, hey, yep. This is truly revolutionary. Am I wrong by saying this? No, I think it's I think it's a great advancement with what technology and especially AI can do. Uh, we can eliminate the you know the small amounts of time lost that our advisors go through. We can be more efficient not only at the counter, but that that if you start the counter, it ends up with the service base. All right, I'm going to so, switch it over to Kieran. You mentioned AI because we did yeah. not touch upon that, Absolutely. and it's critical because I, I I just want to make sure that I give some value here. And we all give some value to those shop owners that say, "No, no, no, no! I got, I got this squared away. Um, yeah. You're not, you're not touching any buttons with me. I'm not leaving. Um, talk to us about artificial intelligence, AI. <laughs> well, We're all addicted, AI. 
That was our. We're, we're bringing it full circle. There was. It was I say, you, let's do it. You, me, and Greg talking about AI on uh, on Wrench Nation back in January, and yeah. we're just we're just missing Bill. We got to get him on. I know. Um, How does this incorporate AI? Yeah. So so Shop Genie, we use AI in a lot of different ways. So uh, there's some basic ways that that uh, shops can use AI to, you know, for example, responding to their reviews on Google. Something super basic, contextual review responses. So when somebody says, um, "You d- you did a great job with uh, with my shocks and struts." Uh, RAI can basically acknowledge that and say, hey, Frank, we're so glad that uh, that your shocks and struts were taken care of, or we're so glad that uh, your transmission repair went well, and, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And Don't All forget right, so to come back in six months for your oil change. Right? Prior to that, it was man-woman time yep. typing. You're saying that the system can be trained to respond? Yeah, and that's that's just review responses. We're starting with the Greg, that's scary, man. That's scary. But it's actually super wonderful. I can see that working. I mean, you consumers listening, um, I don't think we're being, uh, your time is busy. Like, we got to respect your time. And you got a little thank you, but it was tailor-made. And right. so you're not mad at us because it was right AI. And, and well, let's take it a step further. What about when you're trying to do business with a shop and it's Saturday or it's 6 p.m. and nobody's there to talk to you, right? How does that work? Greg, so, Greg's on the beach. <laughs> Greg's on the beach. Nobody's answering yeah, yeah. your phone calls, right? <laughs> right. Um, so, so how do we deal with that, right? And so, there's a lot of other applications of AI that we're working on at Shop Genie, where we're building a system that can actually respond to customers after hours, that can help book appointments into the calendar. With I love it. Real time availability like, I, and yeah, because as a business owner, Greg, I think mm-hmm. you'll agree. We we want to de-stress our people. You know, um, I'm one of those nut jobs that just feels like, man, like I have expectations with our people, right? But the more I can reduce the anxiety, it's like we need to focus on other things. And it's just the human Absolutely. to human. Even our Gen Zs, yeah. they want to automate everything. But once they come in, right. they love the recognition. And that's right. like if I'm yeah. I'm not giving them that recognition, Greg, that, that's a big deal. Because back in the day, it, I mean, let's go back to when you started your career. You wrote invoices, maybe. Yeah. You and I about the same age. Yeah, um, yeah. Are we going way too complicated some people are listening yeah. consumers wise and they say, wow, what does this all mean well, to think, the consumer? Well, I, let's go to our own personal experiences. I mean, I think that when all of this stuff gets introduced, we do get nervous. We think that we're separating ourselves from the relationship side of the consumer. But yet here we are, and I'm talking about us, older people with technology, we start to adapt it ourselves and adopt it. And it's just like me now. If I go into a store that doesn't take Apple Pay or pay by phone or right there, you know, hover over. I'm a little like, I'm not PO'd. I, you know, okay, no problem. But I certainly don't, I, I really think of them as saying, well, you're not ahead of the time and why are you, why are you making it inconvenient for me? There's little things like that make us think as shop owners, well, what am I not delivering to the consumer today? Understood, Jaren. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Know, Greg, I want to give you props because you posted that video about AI on Facebook the other day, and I loved your perspective on it because that's kind of exactly what we're solving for, where people think about responding to customers using technology like, like AI, and they think, oh, well, it's taken away from the customer experience, or it's taken away from that human interaction, when in reality, those interactions are happening over email or text message or over the phone anyway. And so what we're actually doing is we're taking the service advisors, the shop owners, out from behind their screens. We're automating the busy work. We're automating the re- repetitive tasks. And we're allowing the shop owners and the service advisors to spend more time face-to-face with their customers. And have fun in their business. I mean, absolutely. I think a lot of us are stressed like that. Like, I'm, 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 the industry knows me for this. It's like, uh, 
I want lifestyle before anything else. Like I, yep. I, I oh, want to design yeah. my lifestyle. I deserve that. I'm going to work hard. My people are going to work hard. I want their uh, lives to be enriched with whatever it is they want to do. It's lifestyle. And I think this brings us closer to that. Greg, are you able to hang with us or uh, do you want to come yeah, in? We're going to take a quick break. Uh, I want you guys to visit uh, during the uh, break. It'll be real brief. Shopgenie.io. We're going to come back. And we're going to talk about some more of this AI, the online scheduler, some of the benefits to both consumer and shop owner. Stay tuned, Branch Nation. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, MailShark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, MailShark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. I want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. Partsauthority.com. We made a language for us too. We don't need to describe. Every time you call on me, I drop what I do. You are my best friend and we've got some shit to shoot. Mm-hmm. 
Right on. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Get on to wrenchnation.tv. People, I know a lot of you dip in and out because you're busy. Whatever. You're cutting hair, cutting lawn, working on your carburetor, whatever it is you're doing. And I do have to honor, always do, my podcast family. Uh, we've been slacking. You know, I'm opening a new place up in Desert Car Care Cave Creek. And I've been a bad podcaster. I haven't been consistent. I'm going to get beat up with the algos, but I don't really care because I know a lot of you will listen on the podcast. And so thank you for that. I invite you to show comments uh, throughout all podcast channels, Spotify, whatever have you. And um, I really do thank you. We've been at this for quite some time. I've heard from you. And more importantly, I know you're listening. You got show ideas. You hate the show. Tell me. I'm good with it. Bring it. But more importantly, if you've got a rock star in your service bay, or anywhere in the country running a shop. We want to hear about it. We love sharing the stories. That's what Automotive Lifestyle is about. And uh, we're not perfect. And so with that said, we've got Kieran O'Brien, rock star behind Shop Genie. And let's bring Greg Buckley, and we have another guest we're going to bring in. Greg, are you there making spackle? What are you doing? Hi, man. I'm here. All right. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, ready to go. All right. Hey, listen. I got one more question with Kieran. What do you see the future holding? And I'm not going to squeeze it out of Kieran because it's top secret. He can't tell us three years from now. Greg, where would you like? Where would you like all this technology to go? I mean, is there something now? We know we got Shop Genie. They're they're revolutionizing it. Really, mm-hmm. where do you see this going? Like, I mean, where could where could we be three years from now behind that service counter? What do you see happening? More AI? I see a lot of AI. I see a lot of uh, uh, you know when the car speaks. Uh, we listen type situations where wow, if the car is going to come up with something, we're going to hear about it before we even open the shop that morning. Um, and I think that's where we're going to head to. And then we'll we'll set our business models up accordingly. Like you know, help. What about remote service? What about um, working electrification at the home sites? I mean, these are things I think we will be more service oriented. And I I will say this, and I've said it before for the last couple of years now is that I, I, I firmly believe that we will be more of a resource for home and auto than at any other time uh, we can think of. Um, our, our industry is poised to change from strictly service in the bay to service at the home um, if we are smart operators and we can get to that level. And when you have software like Kieran's and he continues down his path, I think that uh, he'll be able to deliver a, uh, a product that, that keeps us intact and connected, you know, to our clients much in much more ways than we think now. Yeah, so, you know, I see it going that way. Uh, you mentioned home. I was I I mm-hmm. I, um, I well, we have to do a whole show on that because I got uh, I got another gentleman holding. Um, Kieran, he mentioned AI improving, and we're not mm-hmm. we're not going to get any wrench nation <laughs> secrets from you. Yeah. Um, AI is going to evolve. Absolutely. Yeah, and there, there's so many applications. When you think about how much data, to, to go back to Greg's point, when you think about how much data is being exchanged between the vehicle and uh, and the shop when they're doing diagnostic, between uh, the shop and the shop management system, between the shop management system and the marketing that's bringing the, shop, the customers into the shop in the first place, there's all these data exchanges that are happening. And if that can all kind of, if that if all that data can be consolidated in one place and be used to make the customer experience better, whether that's, um, predictive service uh, or uh, you know predictive analytics for the shop or 
you know, estimating when something might be might be due for a customer and future casting. Exactly. It's, it's sort of forecasting. I want you guys to visit, to visit uh, Buckley'sAutoCare.com uh, out of Wilmington and Millsboro. Uh, Greg, you're a rock star. I always appreciate it. You know me. I called you last minute. Hey, can you come on the show? You know, so I really thank you uh, and never take for granted our relationship. Visit Buckley'sAutoCare.com. Uh, thank you so much, Greg. We're going to bring our next uh, call-in guest. Uh, thank right. you, Greg. Thanks, guys. Yes, Thanks, let's Greg. bring, let's see if we have. Antonio, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, I got to just let the people know, all my Los Angeles familia, you're driving Porsche with your pickies up. <laughs> You're driving some beautiful Euro Highline. You want to visit EurotechMotors.com in L.A. We're going to talk about that. But, Antonio, you are a shop owner, and you've kind of heard bits and pieces of this show. I want your take. You, you can resonate with this. Like, we want to take care of people, fix cars. We don't want to get caught up in all this vertical stack like day traders. Uh, you're a shop genie client. You're happy. What's shaking with that? What is it doing now for you? That is a game changer. You know, honestly, I, I, I just got to straight up say I'm a homebody. I don't like change too much. But unfortunately, change is inevitable. Um, competition is inevitable. Um, I have to adapt to the times or I will die. You know, like the saying, adapt and die. And what Kieran's offering here, along with other uh, platforms for that have come out in the recent years, they're really adapting to just the new times. It's, uh, you know, like, like you were talking about, Gen Z, and you know, the, the kids were texting at that party. Like, these kids, all they know is digital, uh, the iOS operating system, TikTok, Instagram. And as much as I would like to see them be outside on their skateboards and, and, and bicycles like I was, uh, I, I, I can't stop that. It's just, it's just, it's going to... Are it's you coming. kidding me? Are you, I look at my daughter, I'm like, honey, let's go to the park and fly a kite. And she, <laughs> she just threw up in her mouth. She's like, Dad, I want to do other things, but I don't want to. I mean, you're speaking on... Like, I'm I'm the minority, Gen X, Billy Idol MTV people. Like we got lost on the streets, and and I hear you. And you made something. You you mentioned something, Antonio, that I truly respect. Like we can't enforce that, Kieran. Yeah. We I think some of us business owners, it's my way or the highway. And right. what what Antonio's resonating with, change or die. Right. And I tell shop owners this all the time. It's like. They don't, they don't like something or they, they don't want to do online scheduling, right? Well, the reality is you have to meet your customers where they're at because if you don't meet your customers where they're at, they're going to go to the guy down the street that does. Yeah, no, and, that makes sense. And, and that's just the reality of business, and you, you want to you find out what's important to your customers and give them that level of service. Uh, for those of you on Twitter, I want you guys to catch up with uh, Antonio Rules. I'll have it in show notes. Um, does an amazing job out in L.A., number one independent Audi and Porsche shop in fact um i want you guys also since we're we're uh, mentioning porsche let me get to the website um who's who's uh, antonio one of your favorite porsche la individuals that's got a storied history can be known racing throughout uh la over the canals bridges and all that who am I talking about? Big Beard. Oh, uh, Ma uh, Magnus. Uh, Thank you. You want to finish that, Antonio? Uh, I want to say a name, but I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't know. <laughs> no, but you're in the right. Magnus Walker, Walker people. Yeah, Walker. Oh, Magnus Walker. 
All right, he's been on the show. He's an amazing cat with an amazing story. I've done too many shows I can't remember, so thank you for helping me with that. But I, I got to give shout out to Magnus and any any of us in the in the Porsche world. Uh, in fact, Greg Ovis, who couldn't make the show, uh, met up with with Magnus, and he actually was inspired to buy his own little Porsche. You know, modest spend, amazing. And he's actually going. Greg's all about charity, Antonio, and he's going to evolve this to where he can get other kids involved. Because I think at the end of the day, uh, all of us. I always said, put 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 uh, put automotive people in government. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Antonio, it's good chatting, uh, and I want to have you more on in the future. I admire what you're doing out there in L.A. Eurotech Motors. I appreciate you last minute coming on the show, uh, sort of giving your account of Shop Genie. And when I'm out in L.A., I'm going to come see you. Yes, of course, and I'm I'm also very thankful for what you're doing here. Uh, there's not many proactive auto shop owners doing what you're doing. So thank you. And, uh, you know, I owe everything to the auto repair industry. So um, just fully thankful from here and keep it going. Right on, brother. Well said. And that's what it's about. We pay it forward. We're not here to be perfect. We're not perfect, polished radio people. We just want to share the story. And when we get excited about technology, um, you know, I'm going to share that with you. I mean, because a lot of you, look, it's about pain, man. It's about pain. And we're all there. I mean, I've heard from you and you're not necessarily in the automotive industry. You could be the local florist. Like we want to get with technology so we can arrange the flowers that we want to. And I know that sounds crazy. We want to fix cars. We want to talk to people and we want that technology working in the background. Um, I want to go back to Tesla. Yeah. You bought the second model three. I did. What was the difference between the first and this one? Could you kind of, because I, I have some people looking at used Model 3s, yeah. which we did a whole show on how to look to buy used EVs, mm-hmm. um, which I'll tell you that space, unlike buying a used Kia Rio, is really tight. Like the risk of buying a problem yeah. is less. But talk to me, like you're a fan of Tesla. Yeah. First one, second one, big difference. Yeah. I bought the first one, sold it for a profit. Um, cause this is back in 2020, the market was crazy. So I made, made like, I love it. You're, you're like, you're, it was a business. Yeah. Well, I, so I, I was, I put it up for sale for like a thousand dollars more than I bought it for. And I got a, I got a bite on it and I was like, yeah, I don't drive it that much anyway. So I sold it. And then the, the only reason I bought another one is because, uh, the tax incentives, number one and number two, the big price slash. So I don't know if you guys, if you Oh guys yeah. Familiar, we talked but, about it last yeah. week. California yeah, is like, 15 you, you grand can, with you state buy, and federal. Yeah, yeah, you can get the Tesla, the total um, out-of-pocket cost of a, of a base Model 3 down to like 25 grand now in te- in uh, in Los Angeles County, California, um, specifically. They're and talking so, about like on the price point of a Toyota Camry. Exactly. Yep. For for a luxury electric vehicle. And so, yeah, for me, um, you know, they did the, the $7,500 tax break on, on, the, uh, on the new Model 3s and they cut the price down on the model that I bought. They cut the price down by almost 10 grand. Now, my understanding is the gross profit margin leads i mean i thought i read like nine ten grand so elon has room to play with this wonky oh yeah like feds oh, yeah. feds announced we're, we're gonna probably kick it up yeah. another interest rate yeah to continue hedging inflation well, you know the, the the unfortunate thing Do you is, see the price going down is my question with tesla more. Uh, oh absolutely yeah yeah he started at the top and he's bringing it down from there and i think he's kind of just flexing on everybody else all the other manufacturers that he has the room Ooh. and you know it, it's unfortunate though or it it, it it was unfortunate that the government uh, removed Tesla from the incentive program. Oh yeah, for so many I was years. so like, what is up with that? Yeah. That was straight like biased and yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I didn't like that at all. But, but are they getting closer now? They're, they're back, yeah. They're, yeah. they're back in the incentive programs. And again, that's the reason I bought another Tesla is because you can get a $7,500 government tax incentive from it. And that's great. I love that. And, yeah. Uh, it's a great I want to give a shout out to another gentleman, which we're going to, I think this is the year, like technology software for us uh, shop owners and other service related businesses, specifically now shop genie.io. Jonathan K. Beck. This is another rock store mind. He's behind uh, Auto Detect. We're going to have him on the show. Yeah. Um, you and John, Jonathan, are friends. Yeah, yeah. We. What were you people eating at the at, like <laughs> when you were nine? Because you're 23, bro. You're pretty. Yeah. Like you're, you're rock. Like you. Like I think you're like 40. Yeah. Yeah. No. All just, this business savvy. Like, what books did you read, man? <laughs> Or did you not read and say that's a waste of time? You just did. I don't know. I, I, no, I've read some books. It's not my thing. But uh, no, I mean, Jonathan and then the, the, the tech auto guys, they're amazing. And uh, yeah, I got to meet them, you know, right when we were starting Shop Genie. And so, you know, they do uh, like service bay intelligence. So a different kind of AI that's called uh, computer vision. So they install cameras in your shop and basically tell you where the inefficiencies are in your operations. And so uh, it's just another piece of, of modernizing the experience, helping shop owners modernize uh, their tech stack and just, you know, becoming more profitable, putting cars in and out of the shop faster, making their customers happy. Like all these, all these technology, pieces technology helping out the uh, efficiency technician, mm -hmm, efficiency mm -hmm. and so on. Uh, big shout out uh, to Jonathan K. Beck and team detect auto. We're going to connect with him, but I got to get back to, cause I was serious. We understand shop genie. Um, we have, we have about whatever, five minutes or so. Yeah. I got to ask you a serious question. Sure. I mean, I started my first shop. I was 25. Yeah. You started your first company when? Uh, I was 17. Dude, that's trippy. Like, why? How? Who Who kicked you in the... Yeah. I mean, were you just... I, I mean, really, this is an anomaly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I owe it all to auto repair to kind of to echo Antonio's sentiment. I got an internship at a shop when I was 17 years old, and um, I learned about the industry. I learned about marketing, and I learned about software, and I realized that, uh, that that was my calling, and... Um, you know, I, I've always been a car guy since I was a little kid and, you know, working in that shop, um, you know, over, over the summer and, um, at, you know, after school, I learned that the auto repair industry had so much room for improvement and, and, uh, so many gaps in the customer experience. But and, why don't you just go work for a company? What I want to get into that yeah. brain. Cause I got a lot of youngsters that listen and I think I could be wrong, but I think we're starting to see a wave. Yeah. I hope it's here to stay. Cause I, I'm, I'm, uh, free market. I'm entrepreneur all the way. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of us that started young, it's, it's hard to, but I'm seeing a lot of youngsters say I'm going out on my own. Yeah. Why didn't you go work for a software company? Yeah. Why did you go on your own? And number one risk for you when you were Abs young? Absolutely. You know, I was just talking with David and Lucas about this the other day and, uh, uh they're, they've got a, uh, another amazing Sh show shout the, out to them. Yeah, uh, changing, yeah, changing uh, industry. industry podcast. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is a good friend and, and yeah. uh, doing great things, but go ahead. We, we were talking all about the, the broken, uh, university system in America and and that whole thing. And so for me, when I was 17, it was kind of like, do I want to go? And I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Do I want to go to a, get a four-year degree, be in a whole bunch of debt and end up you know, maybe not knowing where my career is going to take me from there? Because that's straight up, like you learn as a freshman in college and all my university professors are, are going to mm -hmm. be upset, but like what you learn at freshman, by the time you graduate, like the industry's changed for the exactly. most part. I mean, there's some there's some like engineering, I mean, technology's there and stuff, right. but, and I had this conversation with my daughter who went to ASU, she was becoming a teacher, that sort of thing, but that's fact. Like yeah. 
That's so yeah. you knew There's, this young. What did parents say? Because a lot of kids get uh, resistance. You're going to oh, be a loser. T- oh yeah, that was it every single day. And and I, you know, my parents made me apply to college. It wasn't a choice of, to not apply. So I applied to college. I got in to a couple of universities, and I said, "Listen, give me a year." At this point, I was already working in auto repair. That was, was pressure for you. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was my pressure. Is like because mom and dad said, "No, no, no, you yeah. you got a year." They said you got a year, or and you're either going to college or you're getting kicked out of the house. Like you figure it out. And so I took a year and I, I was working in auto repair at this point already. And I, I which started, was even worse because like yeah. the stigma, oh, he's a grease yep, monkey. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and is- I, yeah, I just kind of took it from there. And I, I had to, I had to kind of prove, prove with my actions that I, that I could pull it off. And, you know, I feel like a lot of shop owners and business owners can probably relate, you know, not having a backup plan, not having a safety net. You know, that, that's, that's how some of the best things happen in business. Can we get you to speak to the students here at EVIT? Absolutely. Anytime. Because I, I think that's inspirational. Yeah. Um, we have a tendency to look at age and sort of put people in boxes. This is beyond age. Um, this is for those of you that feel like, well, I'm not confident enough because I don't have experience or yeah. I don't feel like I can do that. What do you say to those folks? Because there's something to be said about, and I'm not trying to play old school 50 something saying to kids, you ain't got enough experience. It's not about the experience. It's about gut and and seeing, seeking solutions. Absolutely. Scale. You got to be. Words. You gotta like, be I can see a solution for um, something simple, but where people fall into a problem is yeah. it's not scale. It doesn't affect many people. Yeah. Isn't that the case? Absolutely. And, you know, I always say this you got to have a bias towards action in your life. And this goes. Explain that real quick. We got a you, minute. You bias just, towards action. By, by default, if you can train your brain when you see an opportunity to take action on it, that's how you win. And this, I'm not talking just to business owners or entrepreneurs. I'm talking to anybody, whether you're trying to, um, you know, run a marathon or get a promotion at your job or start a business, whatever it might be. If you know what the act, what the next step is, the next action that you need to take is to, to move towards that goal, even in a small way to chip away at it. If you just train your brain to take small actions every single day, then eventually you're going to, you're going to do it as, as a force of habit. I was reading, uh, it takes 18 minutes a day. Listen up people. 18 minutes a day, consistently, month after month after month. Whatever you do, work out, whatever you do, learn a new math uh, category, 18 minutes a day, consistently, and you will beat the field. A lot of you are trying to be Navy SEALs. You're going way too fast, too hard, and you crash. And what happens, Kieran? Time. You fight the time. And you say, oh, it's not happening like I wanted to. And you quit. Yeah. What do you talk about time? Did you, your mom and dad said one year, we got one minute. One year, you get it together, Kieran. Yeah. Did you feel time as a pressure or you just said, you know what? I got this. I can do this. And how did you get through yeah. your worst case scenario thoughts real I, quick to those that, yeah. One of my favorite quotes is that pressure is a privilege. And I think if you can actually sometimes create artificial pressure, artificial adversity, Sometimes there's real adversity and real pressure, but even if there isn't, create it. And I think you, that your outcomes are oftentimes a lot better if you can do that. Man, it's so spot on. Like you're conditioning yours. A lot of you just want to be in the sun all the time. Yeah. Like, Get under the rain. Smell the dirt. I want to be out on the beach with Greg. <laughs> right, right. No, I love that. I love that. Kieran O'Brien, shopgenie.io. Where can people find you? You doing any trade shows? What's coming up? What's your future? Yeah, we're doing we're doing all sorts of trade shows. We'll be at uh, we'll be at SEMA, we'll be at Ratchet and Wrench Conference, we'll be at uh, Hackers in in Tennessee, ASTA uh, in um, in September. So, we'll be at all of them.
Right on. You guys visit for more details. Shop Genie.io. Kieran Handbump, we're going to have you on again. Thank you. I want to follow up with you. And uh, always an honor to spend it with you guys every week. Uh, if you miss bits and pieces of the show, get in on the podcast. Thank you kindly. We have another show next week. I may have some replays. Don't get upset. Our shop, Desert Car Care Cave Creek, is beautiful, people. If you drive, uh, put your pickies up. Mercedes, BMW, Audi, Volkswagen, Spreckensee Deutsch. We are going to service you. Desert Car Care Cave Creek. Find us online. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. Modern school